Yeah, have I told you about my blacksmith, Jonathan? You've got a blacksmith? <laughs> well, I've had a blacksmith. Yeah, I, w- I went on a date with a blacksmith a oh. uh, couple of weeks ago and uh, made a knife at his forge. <laughs> like... I went on a date to his forge, Jonathan. Where he makes the weapons? Yes. Now, it did strike me while I was uh, grinding the blade that... It struck you after (laughs) the the blade was being sharpened. Normally, the blade is struck before it's sharpened. (laughs) Aha! Well... There's a little blacksmithing. That's a good blacksmithing humor. Humor? That's a good blacksmithing. This just humor. sounded like serious inside well, baseball, inside blacksmithing facts. <laughs> What's going on? Is this some euphemism? Is a blacksmith actually like someone with a big anal cavity or something? Like, what does <laughs> this all mean? I'm... <laughs> oh, they they do call that the um, glory hole. Yeah, actually. I can't glory hole. That no, that is actually what it is called. The the forge point where you would put. Um, uh, glass in for blowing, you know, to melt the glass. They call that a glory well, hole. So it's all forge related. Wow. They may have been blowing, but I didn't see a glory hole. Anyway, it's not about that, Jonathan. Stop trying to dig into my sex life, you pervert. Wow. I mean, it. Boundaries. Tell me what the matter is. Tell me what the matter is. Tell me, tell me, tell me what the matter is. Tell me what the matter is. Tell me what the matter is. Tell me, tell me, tell me. Yeah. Like I, I understand your raging libido, right? <laughs> I mean, you, you are the man that tugged it thrice nightly on the set of road rolls up and down the the Northern Trail, I right? It... Was a reference to the the sl- <laughs> the snail like river of cum that followed you wherever you went, Jonathan. Because I was masturbating so much that I always had. See me? Yeah, because <laughs> trailing. It's just a drip, just a constant yeah, drip, constant falling behind drip. the road rules RV. <laughs> Mostly mm-hmm. pre-cum, if we're honest. Which which <laughs> looks a bit more like a snail trail anyway, um, because you were constantly edging on the border, and that's what you demanded MTV call that show, and that's why they've never called you back. It was a compromise. Uh, it was a little Jonathan being ahead of his time wanted to call it Road Goon, um, but. <laughs> Is that where you cross your eyes and stick your tongue out? <laughs> I mean, I mean, yes, yeah, but that's not me, gal. Yeah, it's a different, <laughs> same, <laughs> same sphere. Yeah, yeah. There's same a Venn diagram overlap there. I don't same know much about pitch, it. slightly different ball game. Uh... <laughs> Road goon, goon. <laughs> Did it it, is it the makes goon, me laugh every time. Is the goon the one that's no? That's the. I mixed them up. You can't say that word. Yeah, they no. have to beep that out. Can't oh it? no! Yeah, I'm yeah. so sorry. I don't know much I, about I this. I talked stuff. about this with um, a couple of people the other day. I think it it might only be in America that that word. But if the listener doesn't know through the beep, I will just explain to them the way I tried to to them without saying the word. Um, what did what did Zed want got in Pulp Fiction? What did he ask someone to go fetch for him? Like, pop around the corner and pick up from the shops. One of them. Uh, because <laughs> a I have a mask of one of them. 
oh. uh, which I I bought for comedy, not for sex. And you know that that's genuine because if it was for sex, I'd have absolutely <laughs> just told you in lurid detail what I did with it. Um, yeah. But we were using it for some filming, and I was I was trying to explain without saying it, and then they said it. Um, There's multiple people in the room, and I was like, no. Okay, yes, that is it, but you you don't say it. And they were everyone was confused. And of course I'm back in Britain now. So I don't know if that's one of those things. Like like cunt, you know, how mm. it's a lot more offensive in the US. And it is offensive here in the UK, but it has a lot more application to the term. Yeah. Jam. Yeah. Sure. Unlike I... the word you gleefully said, which while is bad. stroking your inner thigh. <laughs> I haven't heard a human being say that word. Well, I just did. I've only ever heard it in Pulp Fiction. I think that's all. I ah, know. yeah. Well, let's let's move on from from that. Okay, Jonathan. Sure. You sicko. <laughs> like the amount of shit you're into, and the amount of shit you won't put into you. Sometimes literal shit. <laughs> Because you want to feel what it would be like <laughs> if if you pooed someone else's poo. I'm, I'm, I don't... I'm, the word must be so bad. If if you're bleeping, why are we back on it? I just can't help it. Uh, I, it's cause... just it's not like it. It's not like fucking Mordor speech. Steph tries to rescue you from your own mis doings yeah. your own terrible misdeeds and what do you do you immediately turn around and reject them well yeah, that's why i got like in with that tabloid before they printed you with a father i am constantly <laughs> looking out for you like some of the stuff you've done with that pharmacy chain like it is at the point where i can't cover it up anymore i'm the father and the pharmacy chain crime man <laughs> you're the pharmacy father Daddy drugstore. Does that mean I I give my semen in the pill <laughs> to make the baby happen to, to strangers? It does now. <laughs> we should offer a new form of of birth control, right? Which is your semen in in a little pill caplet. And when they swallow that, it goes in their tummy mm. so that when they have sex with someone who has uh, a penis and fertile virile sperm, Jonathan, like you, right? When you inevitably bang, uh, right? The lady that came in and said, excuse me, I do not want to be pregnant. And you said, here you go, darling. Get that down, yeah. Like that. And she was like, oh, what is it? And you went, it's my semen. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm direct. I'm honest, and they, oh, yeah, and they say, yeah. "Okay," and they just okay. Take two loads and see the doctor in the morning, and then she goes away, right? And when she has sex, right, with with a full, a full erect penis that's engorged, and it deposits its sperm. The sperm won't make the woman pregnant because they'll see your cum in her tummy and think someone got here first. We'll let them have first crack at it. Like there's obvious and they'll form an orderly queue behind your sick little puddle and then she won't get pregnant. That's how it works. Because my puddle, my puddle won't get her. My puddle. (laughs) Say it like it's the new thing I say. It won't get her pregnant. She's safe from my sperm because it's so well, shabby. Yeah, because 
Oh my god, Jonathan, have a basic grasp of science. Yours will be cold. Oh, cold sperm. Yeah. It'd be too cold to go in an egg. The egg won't let it in. The egg will be like, no, no, I'm roasty toasty here in the ovaries. Do not, do not go inside me. And then your semen's like, oh, please, darling. It's cold out here. It sounds like a Christmas song. I was going to say like one of those, uh, not sure if it's okay, man, woman conversation. Christmas slash winter songs. Yeah. Baby, it's cold inside. And it's it is about your sad little your sad little spurning trying to get in an egg and the egg doesn't want it. It reminds me there is a treatment for a poop disease. Ooh, which one is it? There's a disease that makes your poop smell so bad. Like houses away, people can smell it. I'm blanking on the name of it. And you have to eat someone else's poop in pill form for your body to be like, oh, so that's how poop should smell. And then flip it around. Flip that poop (laughs) smell around to the smell of the poop in the pill. It's a real thing. I've known people to down that poop pill and then smell better eventually. Because their guts copied someone else's work. Yeah, Like cheating on a test. Oh, man, what is the name of this poop disease? I cannot remember. It, it spreads like wildfire in hospital units. Uh, if you, well, I, when, you said, when you said poop disease, I was going to say, is it called Boston's favourite son? But then you said it <laughs> spreads like wildfire, and I thought, nope. <laughs> People still come up to me pretty regularly Dirty. and say they, they love the show. Someone Someone was so kind on Twitter and said it helped them get through a really rough patch emotionally uh all sorts of kindness comes my way because of this show are you sure that the real rough patch emotionally wasn't listening to this show <laughs> jonathan i had an idea for you oh yeah yeah because you know me jonathan um i'm always looking out for you like you know when i told the cops to look the other way you know because of what you did down by the river what did pervert. I do? You <laughs> pervert. You, you showed so many ducks your ass. <laughs> You've got to stop flashing ducks. Like like spread cheeks wide? Oh, yeah. Yeah, spread cheeks wide, right? With a little duck tail butt plug. And you're just like, look at my buns. <laughs> Would the ducks even mind? Anyway, I've been watching Twin Peaks. Oh, Conrad knows this. We've true. been talking yes. about this. And I thought, I, I, I don't always, and I'm perfectly, you know, happy to admit it. I don't always get David Lynch. I fucking admire the work he puts out. Mm-hmm. And as someone who enjoys Strange, uh, sometimes it's just the way his, like, strangeness is structured that doesn't appeal to me. But <clears throat> I was very taken with Twin Peaks. Um, I have watched... The real show, which is one and a half seasons. <laughs> then I watched the rest of it. And then I watched Twin Peaks The Return, which is a series of events, Jonathan. I'm a big fan. I've watched that. Yeah. Uh, it's one of the few TV series I've watched like three times. Uh, just going back to the start. Feels like the first time every time because you can't feel like you get in the rhythm of it. Because it changes yeah. the beat so often. 
that you constantly surprised. I'm hard to surprise. And Twin Peaks Season 3 definitely surprised me a lot. C. diff is the name of the poop disease, by the way. C. diff. Excellent. Look C. diff. It. Yeah, that's right. Look out. C. diff. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, mm. Jonathan. Yeah. I'm, I'm watching Twin Peaks and I'm thinking, we can do that. <laughs> what? We can do that. We can do a I, Twin Peak? Us three. We can we can make a spiritual successor, but it's also a, a soft reboot and a remake of Twin Peaks, starring you, Jonathan, as Jonathan the Dale Cooper One Holmes. I don't... Dale Cooper and I have very different appeals, and that's to imply that I have appeal, <laughs> which is questionable. Dale Cooper, handsome, full head of hair, mm. sharp, confident. Interesting. Quirky, yet normal. Like, hyper-normal and hyper-quirky at the same time. Me. Bald. Little chubby. Talks too much. Boring. Likes things that are a little weird, but just annoys people. And then also is just like a normal dude who just does normal things. Uh, I've got a job now, and I've got a family, and blah, blah, blah. Just like a middle-aged, mild-mannered guy who thinks he's uh, interesting because he likes weird video games sometimes not gonna uh, work <laughs> are you doing the uh you're doing... <laughs> you see when you set that mm-hmm. i'm gonna use the word right i i never use it but that epic recreation of the theme of Laura Palmer from Twin of the Peaks, right? With what you said, I honestly thought that Kyle MacLachlan was speaking just now. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Uncanny. Uncanny. And there's one thing you're going to have, Jonathan, that Kyle MacLachlan doesn't have. What's that? Your testicles resting on a warm cherry pie. Just resting? Yes, you're gonna have one you're gonna have at the top your top half, Jonathan, right? We've got the boot polish that we've smeared on your head to replicate the slicked back hair of Dale Cooper, right? <laughs> FBI outfit, which is black tie, black blazer and the white shirt and all of that, right? Nothing below that. <laughs> and then one hand on your hip. I, mean, I say nothing. You've got sock suspenders on, obviously. No socks, though. You're making a statement. Uh, one hand on your hip, and then you just sort of squat so that the testicles land on the, the crust of the pie, right? Just enough that the sack that the um, testicles are dangling from accordions almost imperceptibly, but you know that the weight is now carried by the pie. And it has just been carried by the pie. And you've got one hand on your hip and you look at the camera and you wink and you say, balls on the pie. (laughs) Just telling, just telling people, (laughs) telling the audience. Yeah. The audience is, so people are watching this. Is this, uh, (laughs) yeah, this is a TV show. It's it on TV. It's on on Paramount Plus. It's going to be called Fire Wank With Me. And it's going to be about you, Jonathan, solving the death of Mary Skittles. (laughs) Conrad, 
because mm-hmm. obviously it's going to be Conrad. You're going to like discover the body and tell him. It's Mary Skittles wrapped in latex. <laughs> oh my god, it can be one of those giant condoms from Naked Gun. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You remember the Naked Gun condom, Jonathan? Where, where, um, what's it? Leslie Priscilla Nielsen. Presley Priscilla and Presley. Leslie the Nielsen. Yes, wear, wear giant condoms for safe sex, and it's like human size, and they wear like that's what you are by a big rock near a lake. <laughs> Right, because because Killer Bob Red is you're also playing Killer oh, well, Bob yeah, Red, obviously. yeah, um, like like kicked you in the head and you died, Jonathan. What? Because <laughs> oh, you're you're also Mary Skittles. Oh, I'm Mary Skittles as well. Yeah, 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 you're dead, sweetheart. In latex, the, the the most loved girl in school. Yes, okay. and and. Very much like Laura Palmer from Twin Peaks. But legally distinct. Legally distinct reboot. Spiritual successor and canonical sequel. Um, (laughs) Unofficially, but wink, wink, you know, officially. David Lynch is going to... By the time David Lynch sees the subtlety of your testicles on a pie, Jonathan, and you going, balls on pie, he's going to be like, yes. (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, you're you're Mary Skittles. Uh you're also um Oh by the way, don't worry, I've got plenty of roles as well. Like, you know, you've got the log lady from Twin Peaks mm-hmm. and no um um nothing that hasn't been inspired by Twin Peaks hasn't had their version of that. You've got Alan Wake with mm. the Lady of the mm-hmm. Lamp. Mm. You've got Sigourney the Pot Lady from uh Deadly Premonition. Mm-hmm. We've got the Dildo Witch. What? The Dildo Witch <laughs> That's me. That's me with with red hair and big glasses. Just my dildo said that your balls were on a pie last night. And you're like, they're still on it. Uh, Because you also carry the the cherry pie around. (laughs) With it, just cupping your balls with it. And I'll go, yeah, it's good. Do I... That's the end of that scene. Do I keep my penis from... Do I hide my penis at least from my hands? Because if uh, you just see testicles, I think it's less of a sex crime. If you at least try to sh- try to hide, you're, you're the FBI. I really appreciate how much you're thinking about the audience in this circumstance and their desire to see the whole package. I don't want to go to jail. I, well, I don't think we. I, I do think you have a point that th- we should lend some mystery to this, right? <laughs> so maybe you're not completely waste nude. Ooh. Maybe we can, uh, like, make a, a, a garment, like a sling, that houses the penis, mm. but exposes the testicles underneath to rest on the cherry pie. Oh, and i tell you what we could do as well, Conrad, mm. right? Is if we had a, an under sling, like an under barrel sling, mm-hmm. we can mm-hmm. get the pie as well. Then it's got both hands free. Mm. 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 <laughs> so you're saying... Now, now, now I, hear me out. Mm-hmm. Hear me out. What if instead of like fully encasing the penis in the sling, right? Yeah, yeah. We put a little we put a little spot at the top so that just the head pokes up. Oh, we geez. make it red, right? <laughs> yeah, we get some like Warhammer paint. Yeah, paint yeah. his little helmet red. Yeah. Well, no, no, no. no the the sling oh. the sling will be red. Put some lapels on it. And then we could do these zoom-in close-up shots of the balls on the pie. What? His, his penis in the sling with the head poking out. 
and you know, just little little lounge music. Da, da, da. And he could sway back and forth, like the the arm, the the little yeah 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 yes yeah like a baby's arm exactly. Jonathan Holmes, that compute like is going to come back in style like that. That come I like, yeah, a specific brand. Yeah, the little pills that you sell at your pharmacy, full of your semen that you sell to people under the false advertisement that it's birth control. And that's also a plot point in Fire Wank With Me, is you, right, as Leo Jonathan Holmeson, right? You finish banging me up the arse, right? Because I'm I'm Mary Shelley's Frankenstein, right? And you mm. bum me up the arse, and then you start like selling illegal uh, birth control pills full of your spunk, and that is what uh, Mary Skittles was was sniffing to cope with the fact that Bob Rad kept. Yes, go on. Now how? <laughs> Now, Tell me exactly. That's, that's a tough one. That's a tough <laughs> one. Now, I started the sentence. Uh-huh. I'll walk yep. you through my process. Oh, sure, please. Uh, I started the sentence and thought, now, starting this sentence, I know I can't end it with a direct analogy to Twin Peaks. I appreciate that. Not to worry, though. I'll find something innocent and funny that he's doing instead. By the time I'm at the end of this, oh, shit, I'm at the end of this sentence. <laughs> So I just stopped talking. It, it, it's what I would do. Uh, <laughs> no, it isn't. Really? We I just established I earlier that it's not what you would do. It's true, I do. We'd still be listening to the lurid details <laughs> if you'd done it. I do uh, do it very boom, wrong, boom, don't I? Boom, 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 oh, boom, yeah. Boom, boom, That's boom. good stuff. Conrad and I will be doing that, like, constantly. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, we'll sample... That, like, just us doing it with our mouths and fingers, just into a mic ring of boom, 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 boom. We'll also do that other one of me doing what I did earlier with... I don't know that we have the budget for studio, so we might just have to be doing it in the background of every scene, just like regardless of what character we're playing. Yes. <laughs> yes, every time we're not talking, mm-hmm. we look at Jonathan just deadpan and put our, maybe put our face like like an inch in front of his as we just go boom 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 say a line Jonathan boom boom oh like that. Oh, yeah, sorry. your oh. line is mostly always balls on the pie. <laughs> Except for that one bit where you slide your hand uh, down my pyjama buttons. What? Right? <laughs> what? Slide? Yeah. I'm, I'm so slimy. I'm, I'm playing... I'm also playing um, bawdy horn. <laughs> Played She's by... like a big-titted barmaid. Like you'd see in a Carry On film, going, "Oh, I'll pull one off for you, you fucking bastard!" And then you slide your hand down my pajama pants, and I go, "Oh, oh, Dale Cooper, Jonathan Holmes, you fucking bastard!" I didn't say pull it out. And at that point, you say, "Mmm, damn, fine." Hand down your pajama buttons. My hand is damn fine. 
<laughs> I, like, I like my own hand. More yeah, you know, Dale else, Cooper yeah. had his coffee. You've got putting your hand down people's pajama buttons. Yeah, I enjoy a lot of bad things. I'm just... I'm just <laughs> so Dale Cooper, good. Uh, relentlessly good. Me, not. Like, yeah. the, the essence of the show was, can good triumph against evil when evil is very hard to see? The places we go don't make any sense to us. The language people speak doesn't seem like it's even from this world a lot of the time. Yet Dale Cooper, resilient, relentless, attempts to do good no matter what. And I am just putting my <laughs> testicles on someone's pie. I guess mine. And then also just sliding my <laughs> slimy Slytherin hand down the the pajama bottom. Why are you wearing pajamas? <laughs> You're a barmaid who just wears pajamas at the bar. Ow! Every yeah. character that isn't Dale Cooper, Jonathan Holmes, Cooper, Jonathan, right, uh, is wearing pajama bottoms for ease of access, so that you can always sort of just reach down and uh, you know. I'm the predator of the town. I'm the you can real just monster. Have a grab. Have, have a grab of my white lodge, you fucking bastard. <laughs> and it really will be lodged because I've decided that your name now is Fail Pooper. <laughs> and a lot of the show is about you struggling to shit, right? <laughs> wow. <laughs> One episode, and it's always different. One episode, you're backed up, right? And you're like, hey, Sheriff Pooh Man, right? Because that sounded like poo. So that is now what he is called. Conrad is playing Sheriff Pooh Man, who can poo really good. Oh, perfectly. Like, just solid, smooth logs every single time. Oh, yeah. Exactly. Like- eight inches in length. And one and a half inches in diameter. Wow. And that's like, we introduce um, Sheriff Pooman as Conrad coming out the toilet, holding a stick of shit, just being like, look how perfect that is. Shaking it. And it's just rigid. Yeah. It's it's not even moving. It is just a, a pure, like, any more compressed and you could make a diamond of shit. That's how firm the colon of Sheriff Pooman is. It's his defining character trait. Yeah, I, it's his only character trait. <laughs> just, just every scene talking about just how good it is. Tell you, tell you what, fail pooper. It slid out like a dream. Uh, there was literally just enough anal mucus to lubricate the passage of the fecal matter. Which, to be honest, I think calling it fecal matter is a little insulting. Uh, I think mm. I'm going to call it Karen. He names his <laughs> pose. He puts it in, right, right down next to Richard. You know, we kind of have like two log people in this, so to speak. Oh, we so, do. Yeah. There's the witch, yeah. the dildo witch, and the now... dildo witch, and Sheriff Pooman. Harry, yeah. also a log person. Yeah. Also a log person. And then you like lean down, Jonathan, and you sniff it in. Just what? Mm. <laughs> Damn fine, ploppy. And then you're like, oh, God, I need to do a shit. And you run to the toilet, but you don't get there in time. And you just shit your pants. And everyone can smell it. Like, I'm at the front desk just, oh, oh my God, Jonathan. And a great character. Jonathan, I can smell your shit. (laughs) And you're like, I'm sorry. And Conrad, like, hits you with a broom. Like, just, just bad. But fail, pooper. By name and nature. One episode you can't poo at all. It's completely backed up. And I'll, 
you've got to ask the dildo witch to come in and see if she can't loosen you up. But if if I'm honest, bringing the <laughs> bringing the exocet right just pushed it back up. If anything, oh wait, you you put something, you shoved something. Yeah, the <laughs> dildo okay. witch's giant dildo that isn't possessed by her dead husband, but she did marry it. <laughs> she, she just likes it. It's, it's just, oh, mate, she fucking loves it. <laughs> Failed paper doesn't. Because <laughs> it's up his uh, ass. Yeah, and the only thing Failed Pooper gets to poo that episode is the dildo. <laughs> when he's when he's unyielding anal contractions, pop it out. Oh, with, man. with the velocity of a bullet throughout a gun. So is there any CGI in this? Or is this all what? Is it practical effects? Is it, do, oh. I a, do I have a stunt person? Do I have well, a, here's the just... thing. I... I don't really believe in anything other than practical. Yeah. Application? For... I hesitate to use the word effects, although it will be quite affecting. I feel affected. I feel... You will. <laughs> it's a, it's really dehumanizing, the whole thing. It's really treating my ass, my balls, my soul, all like just a, a prop in some some wild, repetitive game of ass balls shit ass balls and it is at that point after he says that that david lynch stands up and applauds <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i tell you what that that bfs crew they knocked it out of the park again he says with your voice yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. his old voice gone now replaced just with yours uh, i can't do a david lynch impression now it's now good <laughs> <laughs> that was no good BFS boys They've done it again So I can't do it They're no good BFS boys They've... Hello everybody I'm David Lynch How are you doing Those BFS boys They've done it again Let me tell you They've nailed it 100% Perfect It's pretty good It's getting better The more Conrad you do it No that yeah. was Conrad And I he know. fucking killed it He did, he did oh, great thank you. Well you... done Tell you what. Anyway, that that that's my idea for Twin Peaks Fire Wank with me, Jonathan. Um, there, before you give your assessment of it, uh, after having given your ass to it, do bear in mind, I put a lot of myself in this. I believe in it. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's not just because I'll put a lot of myself in you, Jonathan. This means a lot to me. I feel like I've I've opened up my soul, as you will feel, is happening to you when the dildo witch gets her hands on you. So, before you judge it and tell me what you honestly think, and of course I do want your honest opinion, uh, do understand that I did, like, how much it means to me and just what a frail emotional um, point in my life I am right now, uh, in general. Uh, so, the symbolism is... Good? Yes, the symbolism is. There, there. You, I don't know if you did it on purpose or if it's just part of your connection to the collective con- uh, subconscious through your transcendental meditation and you touched upon this. But Laura being found in a giant condom and fail pooper yeah. wearing <laughs> a sort of condom to hide his penis all the time, but the ball's exposed. 
There's a parallel there. It could it could be that uh, Fails <laughs> penis is actually what was killed that night when Mary Skittles <laughs> suffered uh, the death at the hands of whoever killed Mary Skittles. It was actually Pooper's penis that failed that day. It could be. So uh, I'm intrigued. And it's the worst idea. <laughs> it's, 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 it's truly... It, it, it loses literally everyone. It loses... Avant-garde, I accept all rules broken, be as different as possible people, because it's just a straight-up copy of Twin Peaks, and it loses all the people who don't like Twin Peaks because it's too weird. It's truly the worst of both worlds Venn diagram of all bad ideas linked together as one. And yet- So what you're saying is we really should call it t- Twin Troughs. <laughs> Because of the the shit, the shit. Because of just those two ways in which it fails everyone. Oh like, yeah, it's just two concave pits of a show. Twin troughs. It's a true shit show. Yeah. Uh, oh, that could be the tagline. <laughs> they. I don't know if you've seen the old clips of. I think Donahue had the cast of Twin Peaks on uh, shortly after it became a big hit. Normal people, just your average, the same folks who would be watching primetime TV today, watching Young Sheldon and The Bachelor, they watched Twin Peaks and were just like, I love it. So anything can happen. <laughs> yeah, I know. It does surprise me. People. Like, because it wasn't massive, massive in the UK growing up, but I had heard of it. My mum mm. watched it. One of the only things I knew about it growing up was that David Duchovny was in it. Um, oh, right. Because my mum loved that bit. <laughs> Uh, apparently Like it was the bit she told me about This was when I was a kid It wasn't like she was like Oh there was another one of you on the TV um, well, that's, that's 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 what I found so interesting About that Yeah huh. <laughs> maybe huh. she just sensed into Like oh Steph will like this um, <laughs> And I did actually It's good uh, for it, Not just for it's time But like by today's standards It's fucking good like rep except for a Mm -hmm. few little bits Mm. um but anyway uh what were we talking about yes i watching it i had to keep reminding myself that this was huge at one point briefly Mm -hmm. but it was cover of tv magazines and on donna the hue and a, a mainstream thing like, oh, yeah. obviously, it's been very influential, but then a lot of niche things. Lou Reed was very influential, but, mm. like, you know, he wasn't a, a massive mainstream success. Yeah, it was It was like as Michael Jackson level big Twin Peaks. Yeah. Just everyone like, watched it. Kids watched it. Parodied all the time. Yep. And you look at it now, and it is like, how did, <laughs> how did this get, how did this swing it? Yeah, big time, big time. How I, did that many people latch onto it when it is so antithetical to what you would? I guess it just speaks to where there is a dearth, there is a demand, perhaps. Well, there were there were a few things it had sort of going for it. I mean, Lynch had established himself very successfully as a film director prior to this, and we have to remember that this was before 
people who did films would deign to do television. Mm-hmm. Television was oh, this true. dirty, filthy place that talentless <laughs> hacks went and worked. It will be when we get our show. The fucking Damn TV. right. So it was a big deal for someone in Lynch's position to go and do a primetime drama. Yeah. Um, it was pretty unheard of. So that attracted a lot of attention. And the show... I mean, that first episode establishes so many plot threads and directions, and then you include, like, the Red Room stuff, and it's very easy to look at that first episode and be like, what the fuck was this? I need more. Mm. Yeah. Uh, So I can see how it would catch on, um, but yeah, I think think it had a few advantages that, that would allow it to get the exposure it needed to intrigue people with how weird it was yeah and i i just want to give jonathan the exposure he needs by showing people how weird he is and jonathan do you not think the the same effect as twin peaks can't be had by me shoving an eight incher up your ass while conrad hits you with a rolled up newspaper like telling you off for this happening because you're dirty so I'm getting shamed, blamed, and ra- rammed? Rammed? Is rammed a word? You're doing it. You're shoving it in. I Oh, yeah. I'm unemployed, laid off, <laughs> uh, desperately seeking work. People are That's saying... That's the word I needed to hear. <laughs> Carry on. Well, the thing about it is when you apply for a new job, it's customary these days to get Googled. You, you, the people are Googling you. I'm lucky there's a... A basketball player with my name. There's a British journalist. I'm not telling anybody that I'm applying for jobs, even though a lot of them are like, would love it if you had media experience, podcast experience. Try to get the name out there for our brand. Once you get our get a job with us, you'll if you know how to communicate online. I'm like, I do. I, do. <laughs> I don't want you to know what I've communicated, though. It's been... <laughs> It's been a decade of me communicating it. And and generally speaking, I think it's possible a a prospective employer would listen to the show and not say I was the problem. But the fact that I I signed up alone is is enough to get them to not want me. Well, they don't fully know your situation. They don't know what room you're being kept in. Yeah, we could have press ganged you. We could have dressed up like uh, like oldie timey sea captains and burst into your house and yelled, "You're getting press ganged!" And then we wrap you up in a sheet, drag you down the stairs, haul you into the back of a van, and then force you to read a script that we have written for this highly scripted show. And if anybody has a problem with your work on this show, you can just send them this episode and it will explain everything. <laughs> yeah, it'll tell them what happened to you, Jonathan. The, and they'll believe it. Uh, and... Yeah, because we said it convincingly. I did a voice. I said, you're getting press ganged! Because I couldn't think of anything funnier to say. And that proves that it really happened, because it wasn't funny. <laughs> on this comedy podcast. <laughs> on this comedy podcast. Anything on this show that isn't funny is real. Is truth, yeah. Yeah, That's anything, how you know. anything that you haven't laughed at, Jonathan, really happened. 
I, <laughs> so I need to laugh at everything in order to save myself from people it, thinking this is real? It would massage my ego. I'd be happy with it if you laughed at everything I said. Well, I, I don't feel any pressure at all. I'm being sarcastic and i'm worried i'm so worried all the time just uh, anxious stomach aches uh, cramps uh, tweaking electric cramps in my stomach from the anxiety over having no certain source of income in the in the near future also thinking why can't i just be the next ozzy osbourne because he bit he bit the bat he bit the head off a bat uh, I think about Ice Cube. I think about Ozzy Osbourne. I think about many celebrities who have distributed their own sex tapes. I think about celebrities who have just been really bigoted. And then suddenly they're like running for office or they're totally fine. So I often think about how it's possible to just be the worst and still end up having a family sitcom like the Osbourne someday. Nothing against Ozzy Osbourne. I don't think he's the worst, but he did literally bite the head off a bat once by you know out of everybody you've described if i'm totally honest the biting the head off the bat does seem like the lesser sin yeah Yeah. there was all the satanism too i suppose do you know what's funny is (laughs) i was gonna call you a satanist on this episode (laughs) i was like how could i start the show today i could call him a satanist and accuse him of occult rituals do you want to do that jonathan we can do that we could do that because um, I, I'm very, you know me, Jonathan, right? I, I'm a dream spinner. Mm. I want to make your wishes come true, right? I'm a dream spinner. I'm a wish wait, master. I'm my... a dildo witch. I want to help you ans- answer the question because you're there. Like how. How is it possible to get a sitcom after being bigoted, after biting the head off a bat, after releasing a sex tape? If if you frot me while biting the head off of a rat at a clan rally, we get all three in one, and then we just sit back and wait for you to be in full list house. So I have to I have to have sex with you at a clan rally while biting yeah, a bat. That's not full penetrative though. Oh. Like you ju- you can just frot a bit. Just grunting, grunting yeah, yeah. Limp- just like mash your mash your dick against mine, just going <clears throat> like that, and then just occasionally, you know, like let a slur spill out. <laughs> I forgot I had to be bigoted. Yeah, as well, well yeah. I thought maybe you won't like the slurs. That's why we'll do it at a clan rally, where I think this display will go over quite well. Well, I've already done one slur by accident. Uh, not to bring it back, but I'm bringing it back. Oh, you can yell that! Yeah, just that over and over again. <laughs> yeah. My name's Jonathan, my penis isn't limp. My name's Jonathan, I'm gonna say it. So you do that <laughs> at, the, at the rally, right? And that will make it so bad it's good again? And I'm, I'm suddenly Taylor Swift? That'll put you on a new sitcom called, instead of Full House, it's called Full Homes. And... I'm there with a giant dildo slamming it up your hole, Jonathan, while you're going, uh, uh, I'm going to, I'm going to start gooning any second now. I'm going to pull one of those Ahegio faces, like that. And you do a little like V for victory sign and you go, like that. And then Jonathan, uh, Conrad smacks you with a newspaper and says, dirty boy, 
Everywhere you look. Uh, yeah. Do you know the Ozzy Osbourne song? I'm still thinking about him. Do you know the one Crazy Babies? Do you know Crazy Babies? No. Uh, you know Crazy I Babies? Know. I know three songs that he's done. He what what, are, what are the songs? What are, what are the songs you know? Uh, Uncle Ozzy's uh, <laughs> Tinky Train. Crazy uh, Train. Crazy train, yeah. Yeah, Uncle Ozzy's <laughs> Tinky Train. Tinky Train wouldn't have uh, been as successful if it was called Tinky Train. Spooky Boy. Spooky Boy. Is that uh, Iron Man? Iron Man. Uh, oh, Angry Birds. Angry Birds, the song. Yeah. <laughs> War Pigs. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, changes that he did with his daughter. Very beautiful song. Oh. Actually, very touching. If a little haunting. Yeah. Yeah. We're going through changes. Yeah. How does he always make his voice sound like he's like recorded it on a teeny little speaker? Because it's got to yeah. be his voice doing it because it's on everything. Unless oh, yeah. he's like, oh, yeah, put that effect on. I bloody love it. <laughs> I don't think so because it's been since 1970, I think he started recording. Yeah. Uh, they didn't have the same effects back then. He's just a natural chipmunk voiced guy he can yeah. just constrict to the point of that uh, intensity where it sounds like it's sped up but it's just him yeah it's it's more that there is a tinniness to it that mm. feels a, it always sounds to me like an effect has been layered on it but it's on everything yeah that's anyway right. mm. jonathan you've steered me off course i have of, of you telling us what you wanted to say just like when it was your turn to drive the rv on road rules and you wouldn't stop jacking it i was masturbating during the driving uh, you well, said how, it yeah I, I i said it with a question mark that's at the good. end that's how you say, save face from accidentally <laughs> saying the wrong thing as long as it's a question you can't really be blamed later i think yeah but we've got yeah i could change the pitch yeah, on that jonathan the magic yeah. of editing. You were going to tell us about a, a Ozzy Osbourne song. Yeah, I woke mm-hmm. up so early. I woke up at like five thirty with stomach pains and anxiety, and all I heard in my head was "crazy babies," which is how the song. If <laughs> it was on the radio, they didn't stop them. They didn't say no more of you, Ozzy. After this, you've gone too far. And later on, the refrain is he just goes "walk that walk." Talk that talk. Like a sassy... He's sassy about crazy babies. He wants Sassy to, Osborne. Sassy Osborne walking and talking babies. I don't know if it's about beauty pageant queens or if it's about just really loving babies. Crazy babies. And then I forget the rest. Uh, I'd love it, Jonathan. Mm-hmm. If you tried to enter a beauty pageant. If if Conrad and I pretended to be your parents, a child, we tried to pass you off. <laughs> like we go to like fucking Nashville or somewhere, like where they love that shit. It's like oh, yeah. somewhere in the deep fucking south, mm-hmm. like somewhere, somewhere there. And we we give you like a, a blonde wig and a, a like a pink tutu. <laughs> Do I walk around on my knees to look more like yes. an eight-year-old? Or? Yes, we we slap 
we we duct tape ballet shoes to your knees and you, and you squat down and we drag you along um yeah i think there's also a trick you can do where you somehow shift your elbows up i'm trying to do it right now with my body i'm moving around like a human puppet trying to make it so i look like my arms are as long as an eight-year-old's arms too and i'm not doing well but there's ways to fully contort the body now this so- is my daughter daisy <laughs> daisy may gummage ain't she beautiful tell her she's beautiful we want to put her in your show daisy may gummage daisy uh- may gummage She's a proud garbage. We came in from the woods. As ever, as, as if the beauty contest people are going to go, oh, a proud garbage. Yeah. I yeah. Know. I know what you mean. A long line of garbages. We've been in these parts about better year now. <laughs> so they're going to go, oh, in that case. Oh, yeah. Yeah. She'll jump. If you give her a Cheeto. <laughs> That's the one thing I can't really do. Um, <laughs> I know. It's going to be great watching you try. <laughs> On my knees with the bad yeah. shoes, you know. Conrad is the dad. Mm-hmm. 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 With Wholesome. a hat. <laughs> what kind of hat? Cowboy hat? Fedora? Yes. Yeah. Both. Yeah. Yeah, both. Yeah, both. <laughs> yes. Yeah. A cowboy hat with its own little fedora. Yeah, tilted, you know, because it's like one of those enormous 10-gallon hats, and then, you know, that has the big crease on it. Like, think th- Zach McCracken in the Alien Mindbender. Oh, that yeah, Zach of, McCracken. Yeah. Oh, there you Zach go. McCracken. I, I knew you'd get that reference. That's what Bacon Gummage, Pa Bacon Gummage, that's what he's going to look like. And then there's a little a little fedora on one of the bumps in the crease at the top of the hat, that's so, it's, so it can be tilted slightly. Hat on hat, mm-hmm. yeah. Get, mm-hmm. Keep some guessing. Make some think. Mm. Well, this guy's... I mean, what they're really thinking is get this guy out of here. They hate <laughs> us immediately. No, they no, don't. We're the Gummages. We've been in town for the past 50 year. I'm Jojo and Gummage. My grandpappy moved here. <laughs> 50 yeah, years ago. <laughs> so You tell him, Paul Bacon Gummidge. No southern accent for bacon gummage. He's just... 30 years hence. He was, what are you talking about? He was born and raised. Proud gummage. That's right. Here in the south. Born and our raised. family came... From, our, town, our family came from a little town called Twin Troughs. Whoa. We moved here... <laughs> <laughs> to win a beauty pageant, it's a proud family tradition. <laughs> Gummages have been winning beauty pageants for a yeah. hundred years. Um, you know, long before we came and to this place where I was born, and have lived yeah, my entire life. Gummages, Gummages, gonna win this one today as well. If you know what's good for you, threatening. <laughs> making them feel like they have to or else... i never said no that threats. didn't sound like a threat to me it didn't sound like a threat it sounded like if they care about the integrity their <laughs> pageant, if they care about that <laughs> it's just 
forgetting all about consonants, just all vowels is the accent now. <laughs> I think if they have a heart and a mind yeah. and a soul, and yeah. they just keep all of those things inside their present places, obviously there can be only one choice. Yeah. If you don't want a face full of spit, <laughs> that's, that's the you don't let us in. <laughs> Things will go badly for you if you don't let us in. And we ain't talking about no threats. We just mean in general. It'll be bad luck because garbage is a good luck. I think we can all agree that Earth would be very unhappy. Mm. Tell it to Earth. Earth? That was the original name of Black Sabbath, I think. They were just called Earth. What's that? Is that what we're bringing it back to Ozzy, or is it? Yeah, that was a deliberate yes, reference. Absolutely. That's how, of this is a music. This is a music uh, and associated culture podcast. This is the official NME podcast. How do you get a face full of spit? Do you do you hawk a loogie one loogie so big that it launches out of the mouth like a cannonball? No. You've got water balloons um, <laughs> taped underneath your tutu. Filled with spit? Yes, and they are very full, and they are very prone to bursting. Are they... Where are they? Are they in my belly area? They're duct tape all around your thighs. We've grabbed handfuls of them, and we've stuffed them in your panties. Your white cotton panties. (laughs) Wow, so I'm just... uh, Looks like I'm... I've got growths all over. Just uh, hernias of sorts, just jetting out, nothing... Nothing Growths is a be. proud gummage tradition. Growth. We growth. always win the growth. <laughs> the growth contest is the most easiestest one contest of any beauty pageant for a gummage. There's a growths competition to see what. Oh yeah, it's <laughs> it's a family motto. We got growths, son. Is it on a t-shirt? Is it? Can you get it on a bumper sticker and a hat? We got growths, son. No, <laughs> get it on a coaster. No, no you you wouldn't. Every, every gummage gets. What the fuck? Every in the gummage family reunion, everyone gets one coaster. One says, coaster. We got growths, son. In quotes. Yeah. If. And if if you break family tradition, you go give it back. Is the family tradition having growths? Like if somebody just oh, there's a lot of family traditions that get you booted out of the garbages. Really, Jesus! Oh yeah, they're strict. Oh yeah, uh, using a keyboard without a license. A keyboard? Yeah. Buying stiletto heels on a Thursday. Oh. Wow! A bad one. <laughs> Why is it bad? What's, what, how, are they bang stiletto heels that often? That it would, oh, you'd be surprised. We go through a lot. Like we, yeah, well, the gummages—they love to wear them, but we're also flat-footed, and so we're constantly breaking our stiletto heels. Uh, but God, you know, you break one on a Wednesday, you're just going to have to live with it, right? Walk around on that broken heel because I'll be damned if I'm going to let anybody in this family. By a stiletto on a Thursday. Pappy Bojangles, 150 years since. He came up with that one to protect the Gummidge's feats. Because Gummidge feats is a proud tradition. That's right. We got feats. It's a family motto. It's on the other side of the coaster. 
We got growths? Is that, is that the other Watching one? Watching TV more than 30 times. They get you booted <laughs> out. <laughs> like in, in Everybody life? gets 30 times. It can be as long as you want. But you turn that TV off, you got to start again. It's a scary time to have a power cut if you're in a garbage trailer park. So you have to just keep your eyes tuned on the television the whole time for it to count. Can you sleep? Yeah. As long as the TV's on. As long as the TV's on and you're in the same room as the TV. Oh, yeah. If you're at one of our family communes, it's very loud. Don't think of sleeping. How big is this gummage family? Uh, About... Well, we're about 200 strong by now. Wow. 200 human beings? Well, about (laughs) five of them are cats. They got the biggest growths. Because do you do you believe in veterinary care or any sort of medical treatments? Do we? What? <laughs> you know, going to the doctor, going to the animal doctor. Paul Bacon, what's a? V- <laughs> we care about our veterans. We look after the troops. Right. Caring about veterans is a proud garments tradition. It's it's written in very 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 tiny text on the edge of the coaster. That you care about veterans? That we care. The Gummidge family, established 200 years hence, has always cared for the veterans of these here United States of America. I really wish we hadn't done the long one for the tiny little edge. Yeah, well, you know. Priorities, I guess. Small type is a Gummidge family tradition. It's a proud family tradition. (laughs) That's why we do them all by hand. Well... Little Clemdankus does. They're technically Little Clemdankus? Yeah. <laughs> what? Cousin Clemdankus. Some call him Hans. Others yet call him Klaus. Cousin Clemdankus. He, he's the scribe? The writer of the text? He's the family scribe. That's right. <laughs> when he does, little nephew Joseph Joseph is going to take over. <laughs> So one person in the two hundred person family does all the writing for the family. Yeah, like I mean, you need any like filling out an application for unemployment or something. You got to call likes cousin it. Clem Dinkus. He's... <laughs> he likes it. It's not. It's just not. Whether he likes it or not is not exactly the pertinent point. It's the fact that the whole family probably needs writing done now and again. It's oh, true. Yeah. We do, but. Having only one person in the family that can read and write is a proud Gummidge family tradition. Proud tradition. (laughs) He knows all our secrets. Picturing Bacon Gummidge wearing the hat with the little hat on top of it with the serious voice. Oh, earlier I was going to take off of Twin Peaks as she's filled with secrets to to (laughs) filled with semen, obviously. obviously. Oh, or filled with secretions mm. might be even better. Yeah, there's yeah. Uh, it's more general. Who's... I just had to say that just so that I could break away from this gummage <laughs> shit. <laughs> you've done. It, you've created a monster. It with the really was. T- it's fascinating. It's only got a lot longer stuff. than I. I'm fascinated. Then I, I want it. Guilty as charged. I can't get enough. I, I, can't I simultaneous. Wait to find it. <laughs> I simultaneously hated and loved all yeah. of that. <laughs> yeah, I was uh, transfixed. I, I was believing it all too for some reason. You really suspended I kinda my disbelief. Wanna, I want to draw an extended gummage family tree. <laughs> they're, they're close relatives of the Franks. <laughs> I forgot about them. Oh yeah. 
Andrew Burt married into the garbages to get get his hands on those garbage millions. The, the boss is... Garbage millions? Similar. Toenails. Oh, yeah. Millions How of toenails, it? yeah. Collecting oh. toenails is a proud Gummidge family tradition. Proud tradition! Just a vault filled with uh, clippings. That's... Clippings! The family clippings! Not to be confused with the clippings family with whom the Gummidges have been having a feud for nigh six generations. Oh, they're always trying to get their hands on our toenails. And land... <laughs> in that order I am so sorry we wanted yeah. right back into this I, I love the gummage stuff It's all my fault Can't get enough. The gummage is Yeah, yeah It feels so real to me it, uh, I hope this doesn't offend anybody But I'm just going to do it I heard that they're taking down a confederate Statue somewhere in the south And there's Whoa! Oh, the gummage ain't going to lie man. <laughs> Yeah, people are really mad. They're saying, "What are you homophobic? This this statue was made by a gay sculptor. Oh, and that's therefore, amazing. Therefore, the reason you're doing it is because you hate the gays. You, you, sir, are a bigot." They're saying, "You've got." I am curious how many of the people who are in support of the statue being there are reconsidering because they have now learned that the person who made the statue was gay. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, they were not going to say it out loud. Obviously, they're uh, they literally just got done burning their Nikes for like having a gay spokesman, and then immediately go to protest the statue for being homophobic. <laughs> like, like the people taking it down mm-hmm. are being homophobic. It's almost like they ain't got a consistent yeah. set of principles, Jonathan. Yeah, it's almost like they just and that's a proud damage tradition. Can... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Indeed. We haven't taken an ethical stance since 1822. <laughs> it's thanks to Crazy Babies <laughs> by Ozzy Osbourne that we, the Gumbage family oh. mythology was born. You dovetailed off Crazy Babies somehow. <laughs> Isn't that incredible that, that you were able to uh, spin gold from that straw. Here's the thing that Water I, I'm wine. sort of fascinated by this is that you, because I, I listened to Crazy Baby while this conversation was going on, and I don't. How did you remember this existed? This is like not the only... most forgettable, <laughs> so bad '90s Aussie oh, thing yeah. I've ever 90s heard. '90s Aussie. I know. At five thirty in the morning, stomach cramps. Do I have to poop or am I just in emotional distress? Drink coffee to wake up? Oh, that's going to help with the cramps. Brain. Crazy. <laughs> Babies. Like, just just wanting me to know. Slowly. About crazy babies. Ozzy Osbourne, he did it to me. It's I'm haunted. I think I have heard this song before. I felt left out, so yeah. I went to listen to it. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> while and we were recording you, the show, you both when you last <laughs> said crazy, it synced up like perfectly with as I was listening to it. Yeah, no. wow. that's good. Wow, I, I, I you and Ozzy keep the same time signature, myself. famously. <laughs> I guess so. I uh, haven't felt this good about myself. In weeks, Aww. maybe a month. I've never listened to Iron good. Maiden, despite Iron Maiden having some of the best pinball tables. Oh, no kidding. Yeah, and uh, Eddie 
their mascots. Such a memorable, scary, yet lovable zombie imp? Zombie uh, trickster? He just shows up in places, yeah. And they're British, too. Iron Maiden. Who would win in a... Sorry, I need to ask who'd win in a fight between Iron Maiden's Eddie and the Grateful Dead skeleton. Well, Eddie, that's a... that, right? That seems pretty straightforward. Yeah, right? it was a stupid well, question. I don't know. Skeletons can't be beat, right? Like, no, they're the best. Do? Obviously, just... we all love skeletons, but, and like literally, they're they're just. No, I'm pretty sure you can beat a bones. skeleton. Like I, yeah, I don't know. I'm pretty sure that the physical action of beating something is is fully capable of being performed on a skeleton. You could just never stop beating a skeleton and maybe that's the advantage well it's kind of what i'm saying uh, a skeleton is uh, as i understand it is bones being controlled by some spectral ghost-like force jonathan so unless you yeah why aren't you a skeleton for people to beat <laughs> off to why aren't people masturbating beat on off. your bones beat off. jonathan yeah <laughs> my literal yeah. bones exposed bones like my teeth? That's the only bone you can see. Well, from... I mean, you'd look quite oh. handsome with a set of gold ones. If we took your your teeth, right? They're, yeah. they're your adult teeth, but they'll be milk teeth by the time people are done with them, right? We we send them out like holy relics. Like, you know how, like, like, like surreptitious monks would sell, like, Jesus' knuckle bones and shit, like, back in the day to, to the peasant folk who didn't know better, right? We sell your teeth, and, like, these are real, and we can verify it because we will have audio recordings of them being pulled out. And people can buy them, and they come in a handsome little wooden box, presentation box, uh, which has its own little sort of drainage trough at the bottom, so they can come right into the box, <laughs> They're they're masturbating on my pulled teeth, not on my teeth in my mouth. You're taking the no, teeth out. And we've taken them. the teeth out because we know you wouldn't like the taste of sperms. So oh, right. we've yeah. pulled all your teeth out, which I think is a better option for you uh, because of your well-known uh, homophobia. Like, you're constantly trying to pull down Confederate statues. You're so homophobic, right? And and wouldn't that give, fill you, Jonathan, with a sense of power, knowing that people are masturbating onto your extracted teeth? So I'm toothless. Mm. Examining. <laughs> this is now. Now it's Lynchian. Like this, I can imagine happening. <laughs> David Lynch, uh, one of his darker horrors. You know, the Twin Peaks. One hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. Me just looking at the box. As the semen, the milky, you can't show it coming out or it's pornographic, but you can just see the liquid itself. I think it, it, it passes. It was in, there's something about Mary. You can show that liquid in a, I think, PG-13 or R-rated Just like comedy. a glistening ooze coming out of the edges. Yeah. The seams of the box. Yeah. 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 You can get away with that. I don't want to lose my teeth. I'm already old. I go to okay. the dentist and they're like, oh... Like they hate my teeth. They're they're really bummed out. Oh, about them. yeah. <laughs> they hate. They they're hate like Wilford Brimley in the thing. Like they just open your mouth and they've got that. Oh, <laughs> yeah, that face. They looked uh, uh, white enough when I smile, but apparently the other side of them that you don't see is just disgusting. I've got secret horror teeth 
behind the front. <laughs> Uh, and they only find it with a camera and then they scrape for two hours and I'm just in so much pain. Mm, uh, I hate the scraping. Yeah, the Dude, scraping is bad. It's the worst part of dentists. Like people talk about the root canals. They suck. I've had a root canal. Mm. They And I had a root canal where I was moving to Philadelphia halfway through having it done. Oh. So it got pulled out, but it didn't get capped. And Conrad, I think, would remember how miserable I was for those first few days till I went to see that dentist. Um, I couldn't eat or anything, because it, no matter how careful you were, it would go right onto the exposed nerve mm. joint. Oh, jeez, that's awful. Uh-huh. And I, I think I'd still rather go through that again than be scraped. Yeah, it takes Actually, so long. I you're... wouldn't. That was massive hyperbole. <laughs> but <laughs> They're both most bad. Most of us... Yeah. yeah, most of a root canal is fine if you're, like, proper, like, numbed, and they right. cap it. And you don't leave but the halfway yeah. between it, yeah. But the scraping, yeah. you feel every moment of it. Yeah, every that's right. dig. Sorry, we don't need to on the podcast. Like, if you've got, like, a, a dental phobia, um, you should have stopped listening. Um, a moment ago, <laughs> listeners. And I have to go get ready for my job interview. It's 11.30. It's time. My time. To... It's 11.30. Yeah. Oh, my go God. Huh? Now, now that has cultural resonance to a Brit of my age. Did I swear again? No, no, okay. no, no. <laughs> there was a Coca-Cola commercial in the UK. Where, even though they had American accents, and all these uh, like women in the typing pool in an office was going, it's 11.30, it's 11.30, it's 11.30. And they're all excited, it's 11.30. And then a man, a window washer comes down on one of those window washing like trolley things that go up the sides of buildings and he's shirtless and he's drinking oh. coke and that music is i don't want you to be no slave like that and all the women are like uh uh i'm fucking dripping like that mm, danny like that that bit may have been editorializing but when you said eleven thirty, my instant thought <laughs> Was all these women going? It's eleven thirty. It's eleven thirty, and then you coming down, Jonathan, wearing just an adult diaper, with with some Mister Pib in your hand, pouring it over your head, and you're singing it yourself. I don't want you to be no slave. Oh. Well, Conrad and I are perched on either end of the trolley, just going boom, 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 boom. Twin troughs or twin <laughs> wanks, wank peaks. What's it called again? All of it. wank peaks. Oh. Sure. Let's go with that. Never listen to Grateful Dead either, despite them having really good skeletons. Yeah. <laughs> so that's another fact about me. Do you feel? <laughs> More famous, Jonathan, after this podcast we've recorded. I've never hoped that no one listens to it more. This is the time. <laughs> this is out of all the times I've ever wanted people to not listen to it. This is the peak. That's how I've peaked. The twin peak. The twin peak. My peaks are twins. So mm. much peak. Don't. <laughs> yeah. Don't. Don't stop peaking. Well, that's the great thing about finding like a new baseline is that you know there's probably another one oh. somewhere to reach for. Oh, yeah. yeah. There is There is no bottom to this barrel, Jonathan. Mm, yeah. we, we've already dug subterranean. 
Mm, wow. We're among the chuds, <laughs> and we've still got Morlocks to meet. Uh, what could be better than that? Uh, me and Conrad going boom 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 boom